Hey y'all, happy new year. It's me, your favorite ball bag from Jersey, Ed Carbajal, mixed martial arts analyst from frontproofmedia.com. You can follow all my coverage on uh, Twitter at Carbazel, uh, frontproofmedia.com, suredog.com, and uh, anything else over at the blogboardjungle.com, which is my site. So, uh, happy new year. Uh, this is the first one I've done in 2018. I know it's been a while since you guys heard from me, but... Uh, a lot of stuff has happened since I last talked to you. Obviously, first event of the year, Bellator 192, UFC 220. Um, and then we close out the year. It's, it's crazy how it happened. There's only a few. When you think about it, it wasn't that far away. I mean, Ngannou just fought. I mean, he came out of his fight at the end of 2017, injury-free with that highlight reel knockout of Alistair Overeem. So right away, they booked him against uh, Stipe Miocic and... Uh, Everybody knows how that went by now. I think a lot of people counted Miocic out. So, um, also Beltor coming in under the new Paramount Network. Um, got a new champ over there in Rory McDonald, and uh, Chael Sonnen advanced in the um, heavyweight tournament. First fight for the heavyweight tournament that's going to be going on this year. So, lots of stuff to talk about. Um, lots of catching up to do. So. I will do that and more in the uh, next segment. All right, so first of all, I mean, that was probably one of the best heavyweight matchups for UFC 220 that there was. Um, And furthermore, Stipe Miocic, I mean, he broke the title defense record in the UFC. I didn't count him out. If you go to frontproofmedia.com, when I wrote the uh, the MMA Forethought, which is the pre- preview pieces I do for the big pay-per-views, I um, actually wrote that because so many people were in love with that knockout that Ngano had over Overeem. The um, the hype behind it was, I mean, it was big, it was real, but, you know, is not having it. I mean, he's a firefighter and an and a elite trained MMA fighter and anybody that trains or if you've done any type of wrestling or whatever with someone that's an active firefighter you should already know that they're definitely uh, stronger than the average like person that that's in that circle of of people so he's an elite level athlete um, you know uh, being the champion of the UFC and he's a firefighter so he's stronger than he looks and that's another thing about firefighters are deceptively stronger than they look um and you saw that with what was it i forgot what the weight difference was but uh Ngano was like bigger and heavier than him and he still held him down and wore him out and and kept his title so he's definitely if he fights again this year um they're talking about doing a super fight with him and daniel cormier i don't think that's necessary um and it doesn't seem like if they do, it'll probably be, again, like a super fight, so like maybe no titles, just like a kind of like, I have a feeling we're going to start seeing in MMA, super fight, like, you know, money belt type fights that Mayweather McGregor did, but in MMA, which is fine. I mean, people like seeing it. I mean, make a belt for it, fine. But um, I doubt they'll make a belt for it. But you know, who knows what the UFC has up its sleeve this year. But that's a whole other story. So, um yeah, that was a great fight, though. Ngannou versus uh, Miocic and uh, Miocic. Anybody that that thought he was some type of like, 
you know, unpopular half a champion or just because of he he's not very well known. I mean, you know, just look look at the record, look at their resumes of who they who they've beaten. Yes, Ngano has put away a lot of people early in the first round and all that um, with devastating power, but um, you have to look at who they actually finished and. Miocic finished, uh, you know, Fabricio Wardoom and, and a bunch of other guys. Um, I listed them in the in the 220 piece. Slipping my mind now because it's coming at the end of the day, and I just finished writing three more pieces uh, for various websites. So, yeah, definitely uh, worth watching. Um, again, as was uh, Ngannou's fight with Overeem. They replayed that on New Year's Eve, I believe. No, no, I'm sorry, Christmas Eve. Um, and I watched it again because that was the same night that Eddie Alvarez and uh, Justin Gaethje did their thing too. So great, great, uh, great close to the year for MMA, and a nice kickoff with uh, UFC 220. But um, you know, obviously, there's that's UFC does not encompass the entire sport of mixed martial arts as much as uh, they call themselves the premier. I think there's a lot of competition out there, and the landscape of mixed martial arts is changing. So with that being in mind, um, Bellator's heavyweight tournament, we had like a prediction. We did a, me and the founder of Front Proof Media, we did a prediction piece where like we broke down like how we thought folks were going to do. That was before any matches happened. I mean, they had announced them and the first one happened with um, Chael Sonnen and uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson. Unfortunately, Rampage didn't do as well as we had hoped, but I mean, it's definitely... Um, that's going to be, a, uh, I think, over the course of 2018, that's going to be a, a highlight event for Bellator MMA. And <clears throat> with the relaunch of the Paramount Network, or the spike switching over to Paramount, I think the um, they're putting a lot of uh, marketing push behind everything for that so that people could tune into the channel and everything else. So, um, yeah, I, Rampage might, might, might become, his career might be coming to a close. Um... But he still doesn't lose badly. So, um, and Chael admitted that that I, I, he, on his podcast, even days after the event, I mean, he kept talking about how sore he was. So, um, it might not be fun, but uh, he's gonna win. The, he could win the tournament in that fashion. And uh, Sonnen had actually said that on some radio show before the. Um, event happened. He and, and Rampage were sitting next to each other. The exact, I, I believe, the quote was, "I could hump my way to a, a championship," um, meaning that he could do just decisively control, take down, and uh, you know outmaneuver all these bigger, heavier guys to get a heavyweight title. And they, the bad thing about it is, if he gets it, he has to defend it. I mean, how long? If he's this sore after the first fight in the in the tournament. How, how long is he going to risk that level of damage to his body if he makes it to the end? Again, that's the first fight in the tournament. Uh, April 28th is Frank Mir and Fedor Emelianenko. 28 or 26, I forget what, what weekend that is. Um, they haven't given it a number yet, which makes me think it, it might be a pay-per-view. Um, but uh, I think they're, they're going to try to plan future events a little, um, a little looser. Because they had booked that uh, Bellator 192, and then UFC quickly made the the 220 in Boston with uh, you know with the two title fights, and um, you know that was uh, it was a gamble. But they actually did like 1.4 million, I believe. You'd have to check uh, 
Uh, SureDog.com, I think we have the numbers there. They have the numbers for how well that the event did on uh, on TV on a night when there was a UFC. So I think everyone might have done well, actually, um, which is good for the sport. But um, February 16th is uh, Matt Mitrione and Roy Nelson. That's the second bracket on the same side of, of the heavyweight tournament for Bellator. That's the main event at Mohegan Sun. Um, I am... I have submitted uh, my application to, to cover the event. If you if you guys listen before and follow me, I usually cover the events over there at, at Mohegan Sun um, when Bellator is there, when World Series of Fighting has been in Connecticut and New York. I'm the Northeast guy for uh, from Proof Media, so I try to get to that stuff uh, you know when I can because they're in Florida. Speaking of which, um, might get credentialed for not me, uh, one of the people at From Proof Media might get credentialed for the Orlando card for the UFC, but we're waiting to hear on that, but um, I'm digressing. The um, Heather Hardy and Ajulaton are on that card, too, for February 16th, so that, that's going to be an exciting card, and, and also uh, Liam McGeary, uh, I forget the Russian guy's name that he's fighting, uh, so the, so far that, that card's looking really good, but um, yeah, um, also uh, at 192, Rory McDonald um, fought a really hard fight against Douglas Lima. Douglas Lima lost the decision to McDonald. And McDonald finally has a championship belt after fighting so hard. Um, I actually just submitted a piece to SureDog writing about, uh, you know, at 28 years old, he's got his, his title and, and the kid's been through wars already and he's still in his prime. I mean, we're going to see. I think Rory's going to do big things in uh, Bellator MMA. With that welterweight title, I mean, he's he's got an Everlast sponsor too. You know, he he's obviously uh, back on track. You know, financially, I think he's better off there than he was in the UFC. I know he, he had some gripes with how the certain people were being treated, but I mean, he's got Everlast as one of his sponsors. He's got a he's got a cryptocurrency sponsor in Dash. So um, it's just it's it's a really great. I think 2018 is going to be insane for mixed martial arts. I think it's going to be a great year. Um, especially when we get to the summer with International Fight Week and all the rumored bouts that might be booked for there with, you know, Cyborg and Nunes and all the stuff that's come out today. So lots of stuff to look at. But, yeah, first two events of, from the big promotions this year, fantastic. Um, <clears throat> also, go to SureDog.com and read my the piece I wrote on Aaron Pico. There's video footage of the uh, liver shot that he threw that dropped Shane Crutchin. That, that fight, I mean, the kid has... He's, he lost his first fight and won his next two by knockout. And um, he's just, I mean, he, he's definitely the future of the sport. He's only 20, was he 20, 21 years old, Aaron Pico? Uh, I mean, for all the talk of his wrestling, nobody knew he had hands. I mean, I, I was, I was, it was an amazing KO. It was an amazing KO. Um, I watched it a few times. I mean, he's definitely... Uh, People are going to have to second-guess themselves or, or think twice about how to fight Aaron Pico. I'm looking forward. He's definitely coming back um, soon. But, yeah, so great, great start to the year for mixed martial arts. All right, well, that's pretty much it for this first uh, episode of the new year. I'm sorry I've been away again. I mean, it's been a rough uh couple of weeks since the holidays you know we went through a really deep freeze here had a couple of snowstorms um fighting off some illness 
what else happened? Uh, got fat, tried to lose the fat, put it back on. So I'll try to keep up with these. Um, hopefully Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series return at some point. Um, we haven't heard anything about that, uh, so we can get back on a regular weekly schedule. I used to record these after every Ultimate Fighter and after every one of those. So, because uh, this, obviously, as you know, this podcast goes to iTunes and Google Play as the MMA af- afterthought um, after most MMA events. And uh, so I'll try to keep up with them, keep up with the news. I'll keep you guys posted if, if I'm going to be at uh, con- in, um, Connecticut for Beltor 194. If not, then, um, you know, obviously we'll get some type of coverage of it one way or another. And uh, as far as uh, what 2018 holds, uh, lots of places uh, to write. Uh, follow my coverage at um, social media again at Carbazel, my website, theblogboardjungle.com, frontproofmedia.com, and kind of I'm kind of excited to be contributing at suredog.com considering they've been around almost as long as I've been a fan of MMA. Um, you know, they're one of the first in and oldest websites to cover mixed martial arts. So uh, it's a pretty big deal to me to be a contributor there. They've asked me to keep up with my op-ed pieces that I, I usually do midweek, um, but I'm going to try to throw in a little more over there because, uh, again, I'm just uh, honored to be writing with them, um, but yeah, 2018, hopefully we'll get some more, oh, I'm also on Steemit, if you guys use Steemit, steemit.com, um, it's like a social media blogging tr- platform powered by Steam, which is uh, another form of uh, blockchain technology that you can earn some crypto on cryptocurrency so if you're into that um, I'm just trying it out because uh, you know the whole thing with uh, all that that happened this year um, uh, last year rather so yes thank you very much for listening um, if you want to help out this podcast and all my f- future endeavors with mixed martial arts check out the blogboardjungle.com And uh, if you have an Amazon purchase to make, click on any of the Amazon links uh, over on the website there and you'll get what you need and help me to get what I need uh, for future coverage. Speaking of which, I I reviewed a book um, talking about MA coverage. One of the best writers, one of my favorite guys that I'm a a hardcore fan of his work. Um, I've met him. Great person. Dwayne Finley, senior editor of uh, flowcombat.com. He wrote a book came out on Halloween called In the Cold Distance and I did a review for that over at theblogjungle.com it's it's one of the best books related to MMA in all aspects whether you're covering it you're a fan of it you just want to know about the fighters and the people that cover the sport too it's just a great it's a really great read um, head on over to theblogjungle.com uh, I'm only mentioning it because uh, if you do want to pick up the book the link is on there, so you'll get the book. It's a, a, again, I, I give a five star, not just because I know the guy. It was really a, it was really a deep book. I mean, there's things about there in that book about Cub Swanson, um, Nick Diaz, um, conversation he has with Randy Couture. Uh, just there's just so much in the book. Uh, you definitely want to give it a read if you if you want to uh, trip down recent memory lane. He actually references another book that I, I reviewed on my site too by Jim Jenia that talks about this region's history and mixed martial arts. So um, I think I backlinked to it in the article too. So go check that out at blo- theblogboardjungle.com. 
I'll talk to you guys next week, uh, probably to talk about the uh, aftermath of the uh, Jacare uh, Brunson uh, fight over on Saturday. And then we got another Bell, Lorenz Larkin, Fernando Gonzalez this Friday. So we'll definitely have stuff to talk about next week again. Thanks for your patience. Thanks for those that keep listening. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. Peace.